Hey everybody, welcome. My name is Nyla. Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to Greener Thoughts, the podcast about environmental news, commentary, environmental facts, and other things you'd like to know. Today's topic is all about how contrail clouds impact our climate today. The podcast Greener Thoughts is produced every Sunday and Thursday. Please be sure to favorite, review, and share Greener Thoughts. It really means a lot. And lastly, contact Greener Thoughts by voice message. The info is in the podcast description and every episode show notes or send an email to greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. So I have a surprise. In addition to my other planned giveaways that I do annually, I have a bonus one for you. I'm running my Health is Wealth bonus giveaway and it starts July 1st. I have a few prizes and things I want to go over, so be sure to listen closely. So my Health is Wealth bonus giveaway will be occurring and it will last almost until the end of the month. The prizes are as followed. The first is one fuzzy garlic patch and one eco-friendly themed button pin from Etsy. That's for one winner. Uh, The next is one fuzzy garlic patch and one eco-friendly themed button pin from Etsy. That's for another winner, winner number two. Uh, The next is one satin apple patch from Etsy as for winner number three, and last but not least, one Eat Your Veggies patch from Etsy uh, for winner number four. Uh, so the giveaway info is as follows as well. For you to enter, all you have to do is answer a few questions. The first question is, what is your favorite fruit or vegetable or fruits or vegetables? Uh, the next question is the second one. What is a st- what is a snack company uh, that I discussed in the Eco Company Spotlight segment of my podcast episode from June the 2nd entitled Superfoods to the Rescue, 11 Berries to Boost Your Health? And then the last is the third question. What recent podcast episode milestone number has Greener Thoughts recently celebrated? So the first individual to answer all questions correctly is the first prize winner. And the second individual to answer uh, questions correctly is awarded prizes, uh, same as the second prize winner. And then the third and fourth prize winners, respectively, will be awarded prizes for answering the questions uh, in the order that they uh, were received uh, by email. Uh, To email... Uh, all your answers, all you have to do is send them to greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. And the giveaway starts at midnight Eastern Standard Time, Monday, July 1st, 2019, and ends at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on July the 28th, 2019. So please limit one-page answers for your submissions and also limit uh, this 
giveaway is limited to four winners exactly and all this information will be mentioned in the beginning announcements of course and in each podcast uh, show notes for you all up until the end date on July the 28th 2019 so please read and listen to all that information carefully some announcements for this um, podcast episode for you all and uh, my shout out goes to uh, Jim from his podcast Too Many Podcasts. Um, I appeared recently um, as a guest and had that recording done and you know it felt uber special and very um, you know fun and I would definitely love to do it again so you'll definitely hear Um, more about it um, in the coming few weeks or so and uh, I would just like to describe uh, Jim as just very personable fun to talk with and um, his podcast is pretty brand new I guess as far as podcasts go in the sphere that we're in Um, and you know it was an epic experience and so um, it was a joy to really be on this podcast so um, I really want to thank Jim um, for that surprise and reaching out and having that uh, done, it was really special and um, it was it was really fun and you know it helped me uh, open up as a podcaster. So um, you know I look forward to you know doing many things like that in the future. And so you know I I hope to you know find out what his podcast brings in the future. So I encourage him to keep up the awesome. Um, and I will recommend, um, you know, his podcast to others. And, you know, for everyone out there, uh, the podcast episode will air um, about close to mid-July, uh, coming up soon. Uh, so I will link um, that podcast in the show notes when it's available. And so you can all keep your eyes peeled for that. In other news is the segment that of course I'm going to start off with uh, right now it's of course a quick dose of what's happening in today's world so the first headline for you all is that France suffers through its hottest day in its history um, and it had a 113 Fahrenheit temperature um, and that as reported from NPR in the environment section uh, uh, some town um, known as Ville-Ville in southern France, it actually had uh, temperatures rising uh, there until the um, 113 uh, Fahrenheit degree level. And uh, temperatures in uh, Montpellier uh, Airport were 110.3 degrees Fahrenheit, and that quote uh, surpassed the previous all-time record by 10.4 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, end quote. Uh, with measurement, you know, first taking place um, all the way back to 1946. So that's some shocking news there. Um, Second headline is that animals' brain activity sinks during social interactions. Uh, You can find more about that uh, via Science News, uh, ScienceDaily.com in their Science News section. Um, Two papers that they published um, or that were published um, on June 20th in the journal Cell uh, shows data from Egyptian uh, fruit bats and mice, respectively. And both of those studies 
um, now suggest and find that some aspects of the animals' uh, social behavior uh, can be predicted uh, based on neural observations. The third and last headline for you all is that top clean air official uh, plans to step down from EPA post amid ethics probe. Now it's also found in uh, NPR in the environment section. It's all about the top official, uh, Bill uh, Wayrum, and he's stepping down as the Environmental Protection Agency's EPA's uh, chief air quality official, and he's stepping down at the end of this month amid uh, mounting scrutiny there uh, for him uh, about uh, possible ethics violations within the agency. Um, quote, this is both voluntary and expected, end quote. Uh, this was said um, from the EPA administrator, uh, Andrew uh, Wheeler, um, of uh, WeRoom's leaving. Um, so currently, uh, WeRoom, uh, his deputy, uh, Ann uh, Itzel, uh, is now overseeing his responsibilities. So I want to uh, get started with the news piece, the majority, of course, for this um, um, news-centered um, you know, piece here. It's a lot going on, but I'm going to try and break it down, you know, um, as succinctly as I can. So um, I decided to entitle this piece, um, Cloud Cover Cause for Stir, uh, mainly because um, it has to do with cloud cover, but not necessarily your typical cloud. So contrails. Um, if you're not familiar with contrails, I'll break it down, um, the definitions of them, you know, uh, what they are, how they're impacting our earth right now, and uh, some more information a little bit later about them. So I'll start with uh, letting you all the, know that the right mix, um, you know, can create a perfect storm. And so what I'm talking about is um, airplane contrails and, you know, how they can linger in the sky um, and actually leave um, a contrail service, uh, which is just uh, part of ice crowd. Or, uh, it ices the clouds. I should say, and it can trap heat inside the Earth's atmosphere. Um, contrails um, are, are otherwise known as um, condensation trails. And a contrail is a shortened form of the phrase. Um, so just know that um, condensation trails are otherwise known as uh, contrails, just for short. Um, and I also you know, want to tell you that um, contrails... Um, they, you know, have done a, a whole host of harm, and Contrail Cirrus has just contributed uh, more to warming the atmosphere than all CO2 emitted by aircraft since the start of aviation, if you didn't know. Um, and according to the Stockholm Environment Institute, um, aircraft emissions trigger condensation of ambient uh, water vapor uh, into ice crystals uh, in the atmosphere. You know, I didn't um, know too much about contrails, but I decided to, you know, go into this um, topic and inform you all because I heard um, that it is, you know, a rising problem as it relates to um, air traffic and pollution. Um, there's just a lot of things to learn about um, air pollution in general, but this is a, you know, pressing topic right now. Um, so approximately 10 to 20% of all uh, jet flights occur um, in, you know, air. Uh, it masses with the um, humidity levels, 
um, sufficient to cause contrails. So about 10 to 20% of all, you know, jet flights, they occur um, with some level of having contrails uh, by them or, or through them. Um, and, they, and they make contrails, unfortunately. Now, something to learn um, also here is something called um, radiative forcing. And it's a, a phenomenon that, um, you know, is, is different. I didn't know too much about it until I researched a little bit further. And so I have a few different definitions of what it is. Um, and so I'm going to break down two different definitions that are pretty reputable, um, I think, and from really good sources. So from the EPA side, they define a radiative forcing as heating, um, as the heating effect uh, caused by greenhouse gases in the atmosphere. Yet the um, American Chemical Society, or ACS, um, defines radiative forcing as a climate, um, by a climate variable, um, is a change in Earth's energy balance between incoming solar uh, radiation energy and uh, ongoing uh, thermal um, IR or uh, infrared uh, emission energy. Um, and when that variable is changed, it's all while other factors are held constant. So it's a bit more of a complex definition there. So, you know, how, um, how contrails, you know, impact our climate is significant. So uh, when contrails are um, you know, present, um, radiative forcing is larger and that impacts us as well. You know, it's very big, um, very intense there. So, you know, you have that radiative forcing that is the heating caused by um, contrails and other things like greenhouse gases, um, you know, very toxic to our environment. Um, I want to go on to our next part here. Um, a little fact, if you didn't know, um, in 2005, uh, air traffic uh, made up 5% of the entirety of radiative forcing. Um, and Contrail Cirrus um, actually became um, or was um, at that time the largest contributor to aviation's climate impact. Um, so that's a pretty striking fact um, there. Uh, next, I want to talk about the uh, Corsia Agreement. Um, and you can find out more um, in the you know, Corsia agreement, if you look online for it. Um, but it talks mainly um, from the point of the UN and how it's it's generally, it's looked at by others as the UN scheme to um, offset air traffic uh, carbon emissions, um, you know, from 2020. So, but next year, you know, the Corsia agreement is, you know, from the UN is really just kind of, trying to um, fake, in a, in a way, uh, offsetting carbon um, emissions um, via air traffic, which, you know, is very, you know, negative when you think about it, because the UN should be, um, you know, f on our side for the people, humanitarian, um, and working in people's best interests, but yet they're coming up with this agreement or putting in this agreement um, things to, you know, think um, that they can offset uh, cl climate change and carbon emissions with, but it probably won't work in the long run. So there are people who are skeptical about this Corsia agreement uh, for 2020. Now, for more information, um, closing out here, um, there are a few places that you can go to for more. 
um, information, you can learn more um, from the publication Atmospheric Chemistry and Physics. And um, I will link their paper um, and their journal website in the show notes for you all. So my overview of um, air traffic today um, is that, you know, I have a few questions and I'll pose, you know, some and my thoughts on certain things within um, the air traffic control space and climate change. Um, So I, you know, first want to pose a question if you all think that contrails are foreign, um, because I for sure, you know, see them kind of as foreign because, um, you know, I just don't see them as normal per se. Um, and the fact that these are becoming prevalent, you know, 10 to 20 percent um, that they were you know, made up of the carbon emissions or what so of um, back a few years back, that's kind of alarming. Um, and I find them pretty annoying. You know, I don't I don't like atmospheric um, disturbances, noises, you know, airplanes and such. I mean, they're pretty to look at, but I don't want that necessarily where I live. You know, this is totally um, putting in the NIMBY effect, and I don't want necessarily those things in my backyard. Um, and so, yeah, I wouldn't know if these things happen um, in, you know, clear skies only, or if it happens during uh, seasonal periods, such as in the late spring to about late summer um you know, seasons. I don't really know. Um, But those are when I mostly see um, air um, disturbances when it comes to planes and helicopters and other um, uh, types of vehicles in the air, you know, personal planes, things like that. So um, I want to also talk about gentrification and contrails. Now, you know, because, you know, I'm a sociologist and that's, you know, what I love, I want to talk about gentrification um, and contrails because it's a pretty important thing. There's such a term um, as climate gentrification, and gentrification and contrails kind of goes under that table because it happens to do with um, pitting and putting uh, contrails and those and other related matter into the neighborhoods of people who, um, you know, aren't easily able to leave those areas which may be impoverished, may not be impoverished. And no, I'm not saying, um, you know, your typical old um, person of color may live um, in an area that may be um, underdeveloped, impoverished, etc. No, because that's a blanket statement. And of course, no, um, or not all people of color live in underserved, um, you know, impoverished areas. That's definitely not true. Um, but there is a a correlation between the two. Um, so, you know, I looked at a recent, um, uh, Vice video and it showed that water properties, you know, back, um, in the early 2000s, um, or so they were considered, you know, high value in assets overall, but yet, you know, with the onslaught of climate change, they're becoming, uh, worse in the eyes of many, Um, And so people don't want to live there. And so inland properties where, um, you know, people of color, you know, tend to live sometimes, you know, they're becoming uh, valuable. So those inland properties closer to um, the cities, uh, suburbs, etc., are where people are living. Yet if people of color are there and not necessarily on the water, which, you know, at one time was seen as an asset, you know, people are coming inland, um, 
and moving in on the people who are living there, the people of color, you know, where are they supposed to go? What happens to them? That's when gentrification becomes a problem. That's when, um, you know, sometimes they're bustled out and they're bought out, unfortunately. And that's what's happening today. And that's what I want you guys to think about. You know, that's something that's really important today as we look at our changing landscapes um, in the East, um, in New York City, in Washington, D.C., in the South, like uh, Miami, parts of Florida. So think about those things. Think about if your neighborhood or if someone you knows, um, someone you know of, if their neighborhood is becoming um, gentrified in a way that um, they may not have seen before or is very much uh, hard for them. A few more points I want to talk about as far as my overall thoughts here. Um, I want to talk about the confusion um, of contrails versus chemtrails. Now, chemtrails uh, should not be confused um, with normal contrails, which, you know, what the topic was about, um, because um, the jets um, that leave behind them in the sky, it happens, and that's kind of the problem and issue today that I've talked about. But chemtrails are very much different, and I was sort of confused at first um, until I uh, did a little bit of digging and found that they are definitely two different things. Um, chemtrails uh, have been shown to cause tons of different effects on people because of their uh, chemical toxins within them. Uh, as you all you know, may know some of them, um, but the compounds within chemtrails are like aluminum, barium compounds, um, as well as uh, biological materials like um, red blood cells, bacteria, gross stuff. Um, I know, it's really gross. And so, you know, you can check out um, HR 2977 for more information on, on legislation there. And then um, the symptoms of chemtrails are really different. So they kind of cross a spectrum of everything. Um, I'll talk about some of the, the most intense ones, I guess you could say. So there's a metallic taste that you could encounter. You could have sinus problems or it could uh, disrupt your already sensitive sinus uh, issues. You could have nosebleeds. You could have memory problems, which is pretty scary. Um, you could have things like meningitis type problems and, and symptoms there. Dry skin, which is you know really makes you irritable. Um, you could have gastrointestinal stress. You have diarrhea, you could, you know, have, you know, horrible uh, hacking cough. There's just a ton of other um, symptoms that you could have of chemtrails. So that's a little bit of difference there. Um, lastly, um, you know, we all know that uh, contrails are bad, as well as chemtrails, which I described a little bit um, before. And, you know, now we can learn about them and, you know, we can do more. So, you know, listen in. Uh, for my Mother Earth Minute segment uh, coming up shortly. Do you love Greener Thoughts? Supporting Greener Thoughts ensures more giveaways are available with even more exciting prizes, future Greener Thoughts merchandise, and surprises found only on Greener Thoughts. I greatly appreciate and love all of the listeners who have tuned in and who support Greener Thoughts by doing good for the planet. One of the many ways I would love your support is by clicking the second lower link in the description section of this episode. It's the direct support link for Greener Thoughts. So 
So the Mother Earth Minute is a time where I review in the next few minutes actions that you can take to combat the issue in the episode and as always say Mother Earth. Now today we can, you know, just embrace this message for today that you can learn more about contrails. You know, it's not just what you see and uh, what you think you may, you know, try to learn about on the computer, read a few books. There's more, you know, to contrails. So I want to, you know, share with you a few more resources that um, I gathered and were pretty helpful for me for just breaking down um, more about contrails and if they're affecting you uh, more than you'd like in, in your neighborhood, there's a few things that you can do. Um, the first is you can check out um, the PBS article that I'm actually going to link um, uh, in the show notes for you all. It's entitled The Contra Effect uh, for more there. And you can go to www.pbs.org forward slash WGBH forward slash Nova forward slash article forward slash contrail dash effect forward slash. The second tip uh, I have for you is um, the last one. Um, if you're still concerned about aircrafts in general, you want more information and you want to go to a really great source, um, the uh, Federal Aviation Administration or the A or the um, FAA is a really great place um, for all this information. They know so much because it is, of course, their duty to be up to date about aviation. So they have their um, electric electronic code of uh, federal regulations that you can search on and search within. And it was current as of June the 27th, 2019. So um, that was as of this podcast episode. Um, you can also check out their website uh, for all types of information. Uh, the FAA.gov website, again, is the Federal Aviation Administration. And last but not least, um, the FAA has their own um, policy in the National Affairs and Environment Department. So you can check their um, Environment and Energy Research and Development Office there uh, for all types of information as well. They go into detail about the um, emissions and uh, climate change and carbon-related matters as it relates to aviation. And there's a name, um, Dr. Uh, James uh, Howman or Hillman. Um, and, you know, by clicking his name, you can, of course, send him a message through the form there. And he's the chief scientist for the Office of Environment and Energy. And he's been so for about eight years now. fact of the day is that in a practice known as ICEing, drivers are using their pickup trucks to block Tesla charging stations. That fact was sourced from the Sierra Club Sierra Magazine in the May-June 2019 issue. Greener Thoughts wants to hear your story. You can choose to self-nominate or nominate an individual who exhibits environmental stewardship and supports the environment. Do you work hard in the environmental field in either an organization or company? Either way, let Greener Thoughts know. If you want to tell your story and be in for a unique surprise, please send your 200-word essay to the email address greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. <laughs>
Eco Company Spotlight is the time in Greener Thoughts where, of course, I want to go ahead and hear what uh, products and services that are eco-friendly um, that you have and would love for me to go ahead and review and get some love and some shout outs there uh, concerning your product or service. If you have any out there that you'd like me to go ahead and talk about, um, review, etc., then you can do so by leaving a voice message or emailing Greener Thoughts. Uh, for now, uh, today in this episode, I want to go over a special one. You know, I've been doing this for some time, reviewing all types of good, um, wholesome, um, and eco-friendly uh, companies and products, etc. Um, as of February uh, this year, and doing a real good job of it. And the next one I want to talk about is Yum Butter. Now, if you've heard of this company, go ahead and let me know your thoughts. So Yum Butter is truly yummy with its delicious assortment of nut butters that are sure to bring a smile to your face. Yum, bu- Yum Butter supports organic, responsible growers and ethical supply chains. Yum Butter is a certified B Corporation um, and that's a business that meets the highest standards of verified social and environmental performance public transparency, and legal accountability to balance profit and purpose. Yum Butter is a brand of Tribe 9 Foods, and Tribe 9 Foods is dedicated to creating delicious, nourishing, and functional food to improve the lives of others. Not only is you know Yum Butter good for you, but you can feel good by knowing that every time you buy a jar or pouch of Yum Butter, that you help feed a child with malnutrition. Uh, some of the top ingredients of Yum Butter include um, infinite love, which is always good. Um, it has organic um, coconut sugar, which I didn't know really existed. Um, organic cinnamon, organic goji berries, which by the way is a superfood. Um, pink Himalayan salt and Um, Also, organic uh, sustainable palm oil and other great ingredients. Uh, Yum Butter has products like their creamy peanut butter, organic sunflower butter, superfood almond butter, superfood cashew butter, and their keto and paleo variety packs and assortments of uh, all their butters in jar form as well. Um, And so I want to tell you about my experience of Yum Butter. Um, it's been a recent experience, I'd say, because within the last two or so, or so years, um, I was, you know, introduced to it and I fell in love with it. And so um, I fell in love with their almond butter um, and I haven't tried some of their other um, butters like their cashew butter, but uh, I do love cashews. I'm a cashew girl, so um, I would definitely uh, go ahead and um, buy that bottle in the future. So, you know, the almond butter um, is packed full of, full of um, oily yet creamy um, almond goodness. Uh, all you have to do is knead the pouch or stir the jar and get that um, all swirled together nicely. And it's good for breakfast um, on top of fruits, uh, ice cream toppings if you're so adventurous, bread um, for breakfast, um, and also as part of, you know, creative um, dessert dishes so it's you know truly amazing and versatile and um, a little goes a long way 
for where to buy Yum Butter, uh, go to www.yumbutter.com forward slash pages forward slash where dash to dash buy. You can contact uh, Yum Butter uh, several different ways, and their email is behappy at yumbutter.com. And their uh, mailing address is Yumbutter World Headquarters at 2901 Progress Road, Madison, Wisconsin, zip code 53716. Yumbutter can be found online at www.yumbutter.com. And for Yumbutter products, go to Amazon.com or BeautyMNL.com. Uh, ebay.com and limited stock um you can also go to luckyvitamin.com thrivemarket.com yes organic market and other fine stores online and in stores across the country where available yum butter is on the following social media platforms of facebook um you can find them at yum butter uh, that's all one word of course capital y instagram uh, Yum Butter, all one word, lowercase. LinkedIn at Yum Butter, one word, uh, uppercase Y. Pinterest, same thing. Um, Twitter, uh, Twitter, Yum Butter, all lowercase, one word, of course. And YouTube, uh, one word, Yum Butter, capital Y. Lastly, to uh, also contact them, you can also go to, of course, their website, www.yumbutter.com, and then view the bottom section of the webpage to the label of links. And then click on contact us to contact them through their message form. Thank you for listening in. Um, thank you. This has been, you know, a really um, exploratory uh, episode of sorts, you know, diving into something new, um, contrails and that whole subject. Um, be sure to participate in the giveaway. It starts very soon. Um, of course, Eastern Standard Time early tomorrow. Um at midnight um and so you'll be able to catch all the details there and officially enter in so be sure to share this episode especially um if you know someone who's worried about um chemtrails even um and similar events going on in today's world and be on the lookout for the next episode until then thank you all bye 